1: Is it even really worth hunting ducks in the late season? The answer might surprise you. Hey and welcome to another episode of the New Hunters Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and bringing new insights to all hunters. I am your host, George Kanidis, and today we're talking about late season duck hunting. The question has come up, is it really even worth hunting in the late season for waterfowl? Ducks in particular. Geese, similar story, but not the same story. Well, guys, this is a good question, and uh, the answer to this question depends drastically on where you are, all right? It is not a uniform across-the-board answer. In fact, so often it's not, but it really makes a difference where you are. For example, if you are hunting in Alaska, late season rolls around, January, February, However late you're allowed to hunt ducks wherever you are, is it worth hunting ducks in Alaska in January? Well, the answer is no, it is not, because there are no ducks left in Alaska by the late season. They are gone. There is no open water left in Alaska. It is gone. All right. All waterfowl, pretty much except for a few select key areas, are gone by the late season. Or they are long gone. You know, you, are, you might be able to hunt ptarmigan. You might be able to go ice fishing. But you are not hunting waterfowl in the late season. That is just not a thing. Now, if you are in Florida, Louisiana, the question is very, very different. All right. You're in the far south. The, you, you can have really good hunting in the late season. Because you are where the birds end up. You are the destination. That is where they're going. So if you're in the far south and you get in the January, you can absolutely have good hunting. Because if anything, your only risk is if it's extra warm and the birds start to drift north a little bit from where you are. And that can't happen. And then a cold front sweeps in and pushes them right back down to where you are. So if you're in the deep south... The answer is a very solid and obvious yes. It can be very good. Now, what about everywhere in between? Well, that's where it's a little bit more nuanced. I hunt in Pennsylvania, Southwest Pennsylvania. And uh, for us, the late season is quite honestly hit or miss. Uh, I have seen really, really good duck movement in the late season, and then I have seen no ducks in the late season. It really depends on the weather, it depends on the year, it depends on what's going on. However, I almost always make it a point to do some late season outings, because it can be really good hunting, and hunting pressure drops off drastically after the first of the year our last two weeks of the season here uh, we can hunt through about the 15th of January our last two weeks of the season you you hardly ever see another hunter you see somebody out maybe they're hunting pheasants or squirrels or something like that Uh, but that's pretty much it there is there is I don't know if I've ever even seen a waterfowl hunter out after the first of the year you might have somebody hunting, you know, New Year's Day or something like that because they're off. But the further you get into the late season, pressure just drops off drastically. And I've seen some good duck movement. I have had tremendous opportunities to jump hunt ducks in the late season. I mean, sneak right up on them. You get one of those cold, blistery, windy, snowy days sometimes I have walked up within 15 feet of ducks in the late season. Just unbelievable. Some of the things that you can, you can pull off because often there's a lot less water. All right. And so a lot of the water freezes up and wherever there is open water, birds are concentrated. Now there are a few misconceptions here. I think that people have regarding duck migration and You know, in some some ways, they're misconceptions. In other ways, um, they're just not well thought out because uh, the truth is relative to different parts of the country and of the continent. So what may be sound wisdom in one area is literally just a myth in another area. So there are some principles here that you want to be aware of in order to determine Is there good late season duck hunting where you are? And the late season does have various challenges. And I've done some episodes in the past talking about how to hunt ducks in the late season. You can go to the website newhuntersgod.com, go to the duck hunting section, and you can find those. Um, a lot of good information. They're not going to dive deep into that today. But one of the big challenges that people have when they get into late season is hearing protection. And the reason is a lot of folks hunting ducks are using some kind of earmuffs, whether they are just straight earmuffs that you know block out everything, or they're electric digital earmuffs that uh, give you some hearing and then block out the sound when you get into the late season and it's really cold, and it's really windy, it is hard to use earmuffs, because you need a hat, probably some serious hat action. And if you put the hat, or the face mask, or the balaclava under the earmuffs, well, then the earmuffs don't do anything. They don't protect your ears at all. And you usually can't fit them over the earmuffs. That's very rare to be able to have any kind of face covering that you can do that. Sometimes people will cut holes in their hat or their balaclava or whatever to fit it around the earmuffs. That's decent ingenuity. Um, Nothing wrong with that. But by and large, unless you're going to start to cut your gear into pieces, earmuffs are really tough to use.
0: Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish, it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Some people use straight earplugs made out of foam. That works, but you can't hear nothing. The other option, the better option for this time of year is digital in-ear protection. And of course, if you have listened to the show for any length of time, you know that I recommend Tetra's far and wide, above and beyond any and everything else on the market. They are just outstanding. Now, there are some cheaper options out there, and I have used some of them. And the biggest issue I find with the cheaper options is when you put the hat on over top, I end up with all kinds of noise and feedback and just, you know, if my head moves and the fabric moves over top of the ears, it just causes all this ruckus and terrible sound, which is one of the main reasons I concluded I absolutely must upgrade and get the Tetras. And so I did, and it has been working fabulous for me. Of course, Tetra is also the sponsor of this episode, but all of that happened long before they were a sponsor. And the Tetras I wear into the field right now during this late season, I bought with my own money. Uh, They didn't just send them to me or anything like that. But Tetra has, I think, the best hearing protection product that is out there. Number one, they're calibrated to your hearing and hearing level, enabling you to compensate for hearing loss and hear everything around you as if you had... Uh, no hearing protection on whatsoever. Then every time you pull the trigger, they sense the decibel levels that exceed safe ranges, cut off the incoming sound, turning them into instantaneous earplugs, then allowing the sound to come right back. And finally, the biggest thing that they do is they are able to detect the sound that ducks and geese make if you set them the waterfowl. And you're able to hear the sounds of these birds from further away, louder and more clearly than you could with the naked ear. So they not just help you recover from hearing loss, they don't just let you hear perfectly in the woods, they don't just protect your ears, but they give you an advantage by being able to hear your game from further away more clearly. But maybe the bigger thing that matters more in the late season than any other time is the wind reduction. They reduce and eliminate wind noise which I've not found any other hearing protection products that do a great job at that. Which means when you're in the out there facing these 40 and 50 mile an hour winds and gusts that we do sometimes see in the late season, at least where I hunt, these things cut that terrible sound right at, in fact oftentimes I can hear better in the wind wearing my Tetras than I can with nothing. So I want to encourage you guys, look into it, do some research, ponder it, think about it. If you head to my website, newhuntersguide.com, you can go to the about button and right there is a link that will take you to Tetra and has a 10% off discount code that you can use. I've also done video reviews on YouTube, full written reviews on the website under articles and reviews and all kinds of episodes and things that you can find. Head to newhuntersguide.com. Guys, no better piece of hearing gear that you can wear. All right, so you're in the late season. What are the principles to help you figure out what's going on and what you should be doing? Well, one thing is people just say things like, well, all the ducks migrate. So once they're gone, they're gone. And that's true in some places, like Alaska, all right? Like Northern Canada. But in a lot of places, even places people think that is true, it's not true. In Pennsylvania, the ducks never all leave. Even in western Pennsylvania, where we've got the coldest, most miserable weather in the state, the ducks never all leave. Any day of the winter, if you know where to look, you can find ducks. All right, it's just not a reality. They don't all leave. And most places in the continental United States, in the lower 48, they do not all leave. I don't know, maybe northern Maine they all leave. Maybe the UP of Michigan. However, you got a lake there, and that lake will freeze over part of the way on a cold year, but the whole lake doesn't freeze. So there's still open water, even in really northern places that ducks very rarely all leave and you know you may not have a whole lot that are left but you go a little bit south you there's a lot more than you think there is you know in new york a lot of ducks stay there all right ohio a lot of ducks stay indiana iowa you just follow straight across the country the, you, you the ducks never all leave all right and you go down any further south than that it's only more true And, of course, you come to a point where the migration pretty much ends, by and large. Though you don't have new ducks coming in from the north anymore, depending on where you are. However, um, there's always duck movement, it seems. And even when the migration is pretty much puttered out, you don't really have new birds coming down, you'll get a warmer week... And you'll have birds coming up from a little bit further south of where you are there they they like oh maybe springs in the air or maybe they're a little crowded there and warmed up a little bit so you know for them to fly 200 miles north is nothing a duck can fly a hundred miles for breakfast these are amazing creatures alright so they can move in a morning Uh, I mean, they can cover more ground on the wing than you can in a car and with a lot less effort. Unbelievable creatures that God designed. So, even though the migration may more or less end at some point in the late season, as the weather shifts and changes, it can still push birds north and south, depending on just what's happening that week, or what's happening down south, or what's happening up north. So, Even if you reach a point, you're like, all right, well, there's pretty much not many ducks around. Next week, it could be different. Ducks could come up from the south, or you could have more coming from the north. Maybe you thought they were done. They sometimes fly east to west. Trade secret. Nobody's supposed to know. Ducks can fly directions other than just due north and due south. It's been happening for a long time. Yes, the migration routes are north-south, but even the migration routes are kind of like U.S. interstate highways. Yeah, they generally speaking run north-south or east-west, but there are a lot of diagonals. There's a lot of latitude there. Um, you know, the migration routes are not just a hundred percent ironclad due north and due south. That's just not the way it works. So wherever you are. If you can find open water, and this is the other principle open water is the key. If you can find open water, you can find ducks. If there is open water, there are ducks there somewhere. All right, that is the bottom line. If you have streams and creeks and rivers that are open, you will have ducks, period. If you can find ponds and lakes that are open, you will find ducks, period. Now, depending on where you are, that is going to shift drastically, right? Northern New York is going to be different than Southern Pennsylvania, all right? It's just, and every year could be different.
2: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: I have had years where a lot of stuff just froze up early and it stayed frozen for a long time and there was very little open water and we had very few ducks. And then I've had other years where very little water froze up at all. I mean... Most of the water stayed open all winter and we get some cold weather here, but then we get some winters that are more mild. And so depending on where you are, you need to be able to assess your state and not just your state, but you know, I'm in Pennsylvania. I, if I drove a hundred miles west, uh, excuse me, east, if I drove a hundred miles east, I'm in the Pittsburgh area. If I drove a hundred miles east, I would have different weather. Different. As soon as I cross through those mountains and 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 that topography, the weather changes. All right, eastern Pennsylvania and western Pennsylvania. Even if you're on the exact same north south axis, right? You 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 could run parallel across the state. You have very different weather. Very different. Philadelphia has drastically nicer weather than Pittsburgh. Harrisburg has drastically nicer weather than Pittsburgh. Much more mild, much more temperate, many more days of sun. Why? Topography. We've got higher elevations. We've got mountains that catch and change the the path of storms and cloud cover. And uh, so you can travel just a few miles in some places. There is one particular place on the PA Turnpike that it's very regular to your driving with snow all around you you go through this one particular tunnel the other side of the tunnel there is no snow right it's like a full five to ten degrees warmer and sunnier it's just the last big break in the mountain chain and you go through that that mountain and boom you your elevation just drops down the weather patterns are different and you just have different weather. And so don't assume anything for your area unless or until you have verified it by these principles. All right, If you can find open water, you can find ducks. Now, I know the later into the season I get, the fewer the places I can hunt. And uh, a lot of my my honey holes in the early season and the mid season, they dry up or they freeze over. And so the locations for birds become more and more limited. So that makes it more challenging to get on birds. However, that said, uh, it becomes easier in a sense because there's fewer and fewer places with open water. So there's fewer and fewer places for those birds to go and to be. And if you can find those spots, you can have a much better chance on finding and setting up on birds and uh, even if you're flying blind so to speak if you can find good open water um, you know for example there's a couple of creeks that i have and those creeks almost never freeze over now here's the interesting thing in certain places they will freeze over they'll you can walk across the ice it's it's so solid in other places they do not freeze over. It all depends on the movement, on the speed in certain areas. There's one place I can hunt that uh, you know the, the, the water is about six inches deep and it never freezes over because it's moving so fast. Now maybe if we get a couple of those days in a row with negative 40 degree wind chills, it'll freeze over. But as soon as it gets back to any normal, above zero degree Fahrenheit temperature, eh, that the ice is going to break loose and get washed downstream. All right. It just, you know, depending on the area, you could have a lake or a creek or a stream or a river and 90% of it is frozen over, but there's still places where it's not. However, you got to be careful because when you have fast moving water, you have danger. But... If it's six inches deep, you know, the risk is relatively low. Now, you have a higher risk of losing the bird than you do of, uh, you know, physical harm coming to a person, but you just, you know, you got you to balance it out. You got to have a plan. You got to know what you're going to do to retrieve birds. You, you got to work it all out in advance, but if you can find open water, you can find birds. Now, some people say that the late season is their best time of the year. And that comes from people all over the country. That comes from people up north, that comes from people in the south, that comes from people in the middle. They say, they claim that the late season is their best hunting of the year. And so, no matter where you are, the late season can be productive. It could be your best part of the season. Now, some years it may be better than others, but is it worth going out duck hunting in the late season? Absolutely, so long as you can find open water. Right, That's the acid test. Is it worth going out? Absolutely, it's worth going out. Then you have the other nuance of field hunting. Now, we're talking about ducks, not geese. There's not as much duck field hunting going on in the late season. Uh, And the reason is, well, let me me rephrase that. If you don't have open water, you're not going to have duck field hunting. That's a a better way to get to what I was trying to say. If you don't have open water, ducks aren't going to hold in an area. And if if all the water's frozen up, you probably have a lot of snow on the ground too, and that's going to cover up anything the ducks would eat. Geese are a little more cavalier than ducks, a little bigger, a little more powerful. They can can punch through a little bit of snow to find food, but the ducks are are put off much easier. They're not able to plow through six to 12 inches of snow to to try to find food in most cases, and if you have that much snow and you've got all your your water frozen up, you're not going to have field hunting. Now, personally, I think hunting geese in the late season in a field is maybe the most fun of all because you don't have to deal with freezing, fast-moving, deep water, which I would rather not deal with. I could sit in a blind in the middle of a field and never get wet. Oh, my goodness, that's almost like cheating. I can wear deer hunting gear. I mean you know, whatever the case may be, that's, that's just gorgeous. It's, it's great work if you can find it, though. Most people don't have access to that. Um, but again, we're talking about duck hunting. So what's the bottom line? Should you hunt in the late season? You absolutely can have great hunting. Find that open water. Be careful. Stay safe. Thank you guys so much for listening. Till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods.